Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at LionStar. Go get the app in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store. You will not regret it. Check them out on Twitter at LionStar DFS and at LionStar MLB. You can find myself on Twitter at Bogman, or at Pediatric and my co-host, <laughs> and always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, man? You you can find Bubba at Bogman Sports yeah. sometimes. I'll sometimes get him for you. Yeah, some if people think we him. look alike, so it just it just well, that's happens. true. We're both. Uh, I mean, you're taller than me, of course. Who well, isn't? But, say much, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, we, you we have do. more hair than me, so it's I like... have way more hair than most people. So uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a decent day. Diamondbacks finally uh, pulled out. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't. It's not officially over as we're recording this, so I guess I shouldn't curse it here. But looks like they're gonna get a W today. For the first time in a while, which is nice. But uh, once again, Xander Bogarts takes one in the dong uh, instead of hitting a dong. So don't like that. I mean, I just can't get on the board with these home runs. It's nuts. Oh, that was amazing. That's why I had to tag you when I saw that video clip come through. Was this the, <laughs> this is the tongue you've been looking for? It was just like, oh man, and I could tell he was not wearing a cup. So that yeah. one looked like it stung. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was a wild day. Uh, Mitch Keller, yeah, first time through the order looked good. Then boom goes dynamite, and the Reds mm. went for fourteen runs. So Two basically, if you didn't have the Reds. Probably didn't have a good evening. Just could throw it out there. Yeah. So, yeah, not a lot stuff. of runs scored in the other games. So, uh, yeah. the pitching was uh, better than we thought, at least. Yeah. The so. big dogs, Gibson, uh, Wood, and Molly, they all paid off their price pretty much. They all did right. their thing, which was good. The value guys were tough, as we said. It was pretty much pay up and hit the Reds. That was pretty much, and the <laughs> Orioles' value played off with uh, some of their big boppers. But uh, overall, maybe a D backs here or there. Overall, uh, I will say one last thing on this. The Astros, I was all about the Astros, and watching the first like five innings was just tilting my face off seeing how many chances they had to score runs and just leave them all over the base paths. It was <laughs> the worst feeling in the world. So, yeah. Do you have to there. explain that stat to some uh, to some person behind you at every game you go to? Like, I feel like everyone's like, what's lob? What's lob? Yeah, every the, single game I go to. Is the D-backs game, do they have that on the the – yeah. Jumbotron? Okay, mm -hmm. so, so it must be like everywhere then. Because when the Giants started doing that, I started laughing because I knew not many people would know what that is. I guess mm -hmm. some stadiums now, when they do stats, because I haven't been to a game in a while, um, they throw like OPS and ISO and stuff up there, and they're they're really trying to, to spice it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are definitely some innings where you can see the extended, you know, the uh, underlying stats and all that. I'll, I'm just waiting to see a baseball savant page up there at some point, you know. Well, it'll probably be Alex Fast throwing gifts up there, and that's just kind of what we see <laughs> everywhere we turn now. It's just that's what right. it is, and, and more power to him, obviously. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's great. My goodness, like if we could only be half as lucky, but we are because we're on the Line Star MLB DFS show. So make sure you uh, rate and review it on iTunes. We'd Really appreciate it. I've seen a few of those have been coming in, so thank you very much. Thank you. Also, go uh, to, if you like to watch this instead of listen to this, which good on you. Uh, go to the Line Star YouTube page and subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Now that the business is out of the way, we have 12 games, Bogman. 12 games to break down. Not a ton of weather except in Colorado. 
it's wet again. Just throwing it out there. It's like 40 Ugh. to 50% chance. It dries up eventually. As it's kind of nice along. that Ooh. at least they're not doing the double header tomorrow because yeah. there's rain uh, right. in the forecast. They're doing the double header Wednesday, but I mean, this might end up being a makeup game too. So yeah, we'll so they're going to they're gonna have to wait this one out and get it in, which I think they're going to try to do because you can't really have a triple header anymore. So yeah. I think they're going to go that route. Other than that, just kind of windy situations and it's minor monitoring. So keep track of all that stuff. You find folks out there and let's get cracking on this. Philadelphia at the Washington Nationals. On this one, we have Chase Anderson, Eric Fede, over under of nine in this one. You have Anderson at 68 on DK, 58 on Fandle, Fede 6 on DK, 69 on Fandle. I'm really not interested in either pitcher here, Bogman. It's all about the bats for me. What about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm definitely a pass on Anderson. Fetty might be uh, okay contrarian play, but um, I- I'm just, I'm not interested. It's all bats for me here, too. Yep, yep. Load up. I'm, I'm on the national side. That's a little more than the Philly side, but I can see both appeals. Which ones do you like? Yeah, I mean, PVB data here, Jan Gomes, four for seven with two doubles and a homer, so three of his four hits against uh, Anderson have gone for extra bases. Josh Harrison, uh, great average as well, seven for 16 with three doubles and a homer. Uh, Starling Castro as well, three for 10 with a double and a homer. Jordy Mercer even, eight for 21 with a double and a homer as well. On the uh, Philly side, Harper, uh, four for 11 with two bombs against uh, Fetty. And Scott Kingry, who, you know, is Scott Kingry, but uh, he's really cheap. 2,400, 4 for 12 with two doubles and a homer against Fetty as well. The other hot guys, I mean, Kutch has been hot, so uh, you could ride him if you want. Real Muto, 51 and 34. is expensive. Odubel, if he's in there, is 21 apiece on both sites. Segura, 43 and 29. And, of course, anytime you want to play Trey Turner is the right time to play Trey Turner. Yep, Trey Turner's always in play, um, especially in cash games, because all it takes is a walk, a steal, and a run score, and you're almost sitting creepy there. So I like that quite a bit. Uh, the only other things I will mention on this one that I like about this game is um, Didi Gregorius is 38 on DK, he's 33 on Fandle. He's been swinging it really well. His average doesn't show up, but for fantasy production-wise, grand slams and everything, he's been great. Josh Bell's been very good as well. So I like both of those. And the only other, other one I'll mention, another guy similar to Didi, where the average is not great, but if you look at his overall fantasy production, about seven points or more in every night over the last four or five games, Kyle Schwarber is 37 on DK, 27 on FanDuel. So the one thing about these Nationals bats, you can get them for a nice value overall. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that. You can, it makes it easier to get Soto and, and or Turner in your lineups, which is quite appealing against Chase Anderson. All right, Baltimore at the New York Mets means Stroman over under seven. I saw um, Marcus Stroman's ERA, I think, is like seventh or eighth best in baseball, and John Means is coming off a no-hitter. So, yeah, this is a fun one, Boggs. I think I'm just kind of either taking pictures or watching this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll tell you what. I know that you do have, you said in the past, maybe stack against pitchers coming off a no hitter and stuff. Yes. I just don't think means is that guy. So, uh, but he's too expensive. 11,000 and 10, three. No, no thanks. Uh, Stroman also a little expensive for this slate. It's a big slate. There's other pitchers I like, so I'm with you. Um, a couple bats. I mean, there's a little PVB PVB data here. Uh, James McCann, three for five against uh, Stroman Conforto is uh, two for six with a double and a bomb against Means. Trey Mancini is uh, seven for 16 
in his career against Stroman with a double and a triple. And then, you know, there's been some hot bats here. Mount Castle's been good. Hit a bot. Did he, he went yard today, didn't he? Yep, Mount him, Castle. And him and Trey Boo Boo both went Right. 31 and 25. Nice and cheap as well. Uh, Galvis has been hitting. Mullins has been hitting. Uh, then uh, Lindor is starting to get back into it and he's cheap on FanDuel, 3,000. And Pilar has been hitting a little bit when he's in the lineup, 28 and 24. Yeah, I like the value plays. You mentioned Pilar. I think Mount Castle is a really strong value in this game. The other one would be possibly VR if he cracks the lineup, which he's been playing since J.D. Davis is out. He's very, very cheap in stealing bags. I'm just not sure I'm all in on this game because it just feels like, like a 5-3 to three game or something where it's not going to be super fantasy <laughs> relevant on a 12-game slate. So it's yeah. tricky for me there. And you got to just cross some games off. Otherwise, you're going to kill yourself once you're done 150 <laughs> lineups. Um, Oakland at the wonderful Boston Red Sox. And this one, Bassett, Eovaldi, and I do not – oh, there it is. Bassett, Eovaldi, total of nine on this game. Wow. Yeah, okay. this, I was surprised by the total as well. Bassett, 8K on DK, 92 on Fandle. Eovaldi, 86 on DK, 92 on Fandle as well. Like, Bassett strikeouts have been really, really climbing of late. The Red Sox let everybody down on Monday. Eovaldi goes maybe five innings. This is an interesting, interesting game to break down on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, kind of like Bassett, you know, gone six innings pitch and uh, at least in his last four starts with only two earned runs uh, in those games, 32 to four strikeout to walk ratio in those four as well. Eovaldi's getting bad results, but high strikeouts, um, you know, 16 earned runs in his last four starts. So it's four runs apiece. Don't like that, but 23 to four. So uh, I, I like Bassett in this game, which means I'm probably going to be out on some Boston bats. They've been hitting. But so on the, you know, the Oakland side, Seth Brown, one of the top pickups in PGFBI this week. I know that 29, 2400, uh, nice price on him. He's been hitting recently. Matt Chapman, 49, but only 28 on FanDuel. Lowry is 47 and 29. Your boy Piscotty is 25 and 24. I think those are the bats that I like for this one. Yeah, definitely a lot cheaper on FanDuel as well as you're pointing out. And I do like the Bassett angle. If you're doing like a 20 max or something at a GPP, I would definitely have some Bassett because the thing with the Red Sox, their offense is very potent. They're the best team in the AL East right now. At the same time, when they go cold, they go cold and they strike out a lot. Like even Lopez was striking guys out. So I like the appeal of Bassett. Just don't go all in type situation. <laughs> um, Yankees at Tampa Bay. We got Jomo against Patino. This is going to be a fun one. Over under of eight. We don't know how long Patino will go because he's been going after uh, McClanahan lately. So now he's getting the start. He's 55 on DK, 6,000 on Fanduel. Montgomery, 79 on DK, 64 on Fanduel. If you look at the Rays versus left-handed pitching, they strike out over 31% of the time. So yeah. this is interesting, Bogman. And they're striking out a bunch in May, too. I think they're uh, one of the worst in the league. So, uh, And last time, it was a mixed bag for Montgomery versus Tampa Bay. He's already pitched against them once this year. Six innings, four earned, so didn't get that quality start, but seven strikeouts to two walks. So pretty decent one. You're right on Patino. His max innings pitch in a game so far this year has been three innings, so I'm going to pass on him. But uh, pretty good PVB data for a couple of these Raise hitters against Montgomery. Not a long track record, but Margot is three for six. All three of his hits have gone for extra bases, two doubles and a homer. Uh, Mike Brousseau, two for five with a bomb. Uh, Randy Rosarena, two for seven with both of his two hits being homers. And Meadows, who's starting to heat up a little bit again, two for five in his career against him. So, uh, I mean, uh, anyone on the – I like a, a Yankee stack against Patino, though. 
Stanton is expensive, but worth it. LeMahieu Torres has been hitting. Hicks has been hitting and Gardner has been hitting. So those are the bats that I like for this one. I Montgomery is okay in a decent matchup, but I think I like some other guys better. Yeah, it's kind of how I am with Jomo. It's like the talent's there. We've seen it. We haven't seen the consistency to make me want to do this on a 12. If he was pitching on Monday night on that bad slate we had, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. We'd, we'd have a conversation to be had. He might have been our favorite. Yeah, <laughs> on, I, 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 just, right. yeah I don't need to do it on this one. And I'll let you have the Yankees only for the reason that the Rays know how to manipulate a bullpen. And they're gonna That's make true. they're gonna make matchups like crazy. Not saying they can't do it. Like it's the Yankees, they could hit six home runs off anybody. But it, like they're gonna manipulate that bullpen so much, it's gonna make your head tilt. So that that's my only concern with stacking them because usually you're stacking against you know a lefty or a righty or something like that. If Patino's only going three innings, now who are you stacking against? It's gonna get right. real interesting. So not saying they can't do it. Uh, I'm just very very concerned about the overall situation on that one. All right, Kansas City at Detroit. Now, this one is uh, like this is the old three true outcomes game, folks. (laughs) Pitcher's duel, meh game, or home run derby. We got Brady Singer, Matthew Boyd, Vegas thinks pitcher's duel over under seven and a half in this one, which was a bit surprising to me. You got uh, Brady Singer. He's 57 on DK, 78 on FanDuel. Boyd, 63 on DK, 81 on FanDuel. Bogman, I like Brady Singer. I went to bat for him last time. He was like 4K, which was ludicrous. Um, I still think he's great in this matchup versus Detroit. There's an argument that can be made for Boyd, but I want to stack Kansas City. So where do you stand on this one? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Detroit strikes out a lot, um, and Singer hasn't given up more than three earned runs in any start since his first one, 29 to 11 uh, strikeout to walk ratio over the year. So I'm with you on Singer against Detroit here. I'm definitely going to play him. And Boyd has been pitching better than his underlying number suggest. Uh, two. 27 ERA, but a 496 XFIP. So seems like the other shoe is just about to drop. So I'm going to go ahead and pass on Boyd. And there's some big uh, PVB data against Boyd yep. here. I mean, big. Whit Merrifield. Whit, Whit Merrifield, one of my favorites. Uh, 25 for 51 against Boyd, hitting 490 over 51 ABs against him with nine doubles and a triple. So uh, 10 extra base hits of his 25. Uh, Jorge Soler, 5 for 15 with a double. Benintendi's even 4 for 13 with a, a bomb. And Salvi, 10 for 39 with a double and two homers against him. I mean, there's some decent on Detroit side against Singer. Uh, Castro's 2 for 6 with a homer. Hunter Dozier's 10 for 24 with uh, three doubles and two homers against Singer. That's a good so, point. Yeah, or against Boyd, excuse me. Right. So there's uh or yeah, you're right, against Boyd. I'm dumb. So I'm getting things confused here. I was just so excited about Wit. Yeah. Wit Merrifield being twenty-five one. for fifty-one. It's just so easy. Uh you gotta get him in your lineup. He's fifty-three hundred on DK and thirty-seven on FanDuel. And then there's been a couple of Detroit hop bats and Grossman, Goodrum, Candelario, and Cabrera, but I'm with you. I'm not gonna use Singer all over the place, but I'll get him in at least one lineup. Yeah, with on the the first look at this slate, if you're looking at a cheap SP2 on DraftKings, it's like Singer and Boyd kind of stand out as your options. If Singer becomes very chalky, well, now we talk about Grossman, Goodrum, and Candelario. That's one thing I keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. We talk, pretty much when we talked about these guys, the Detroit's basically, <laughs> in like the last week or so, they've been affordable, and that's the main hub of production. Willie Castro, if you want to go forward, because he's been actually producing as well, but it's mainly this Grossman, Goodrum, Candelario, they're cheap, affordable. If Detroit goes off, they're part of it. So that's just how it goes. But I love Dozier. I love Witt in this one. 
You can mix in some Solaire, Perez, Benintendi, whatever you want to make your big stack. Detroit's one of my favorite spots tonight against Matthew Boyd. He's been pitching well. I'm just waiting for that other shoe to drop. And usually when that other shoe drops, it's like two, three, four home runs. So right. uh, give me Kansas City big tonight. And I love me some Brady Singer as well. All right. Toronto at Atlanta. Robbie Ray versus Bryce Wilson. Bryce Wilson getting the spot start. We know he's usually he stretched out, though, he's been doing this from time to time already this season. So I'm not full on like, oh, no, he's not going to pitch deep into a game. He should at least go like four or five, I'd imagine. Uh, but I don't have a total on this one because Bryce Wilson is getting the start. But Ray is 78 on DK, 83 on FanDuel. Wilson's 53 on DK, not priced on FanDuel. Um, do you go back to the Robbie Ray role? Well, yeah, I mean, he's been solid. No more than three earned runs in a single game and at least five innings pitched. The Ks have been a little up and down for him this year, but I kind of like Robbie Ray here. And no, 7, no walks and three straight starts. 7,800 and 8,300 is a really good price for him, too. So, uh, I mean... Once again, I feel like this is the U five seven one, you know, with the the depth charges and everything. I'm just waiting for the huge explosive uh, thing that's going to, you know, sink our sub here with Robbie Ray. But I'm um, run him out again while he's making you money, right? So um, I, I like him. There's a, a little decent PVP data versus him. But you, do you want to know what my uh, note for Wilson is? Is what sucks. <laughs> and that's my note for him. So pass. who's better, Wilson from from, uh, from the volleyball Wilson or Bryce Wilson? Oh, I'd much rather party with uh, volleyball Wilson. One hundred percent. Tom Hanks' blood uh, has traveled the world. I mean, come on, it's got all kinds of things. Quite going a cultured for it. individual, yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, but Ronald Acuna is three for six against Ray with two bombs. Yoan uh, uh, Camargo is two for five with two doubles. Uh, two for seven for Albies with a homer and four for 15 with a double for Marcelo Zuna. But I like these, uh, you know, some of these hot Toronto bats too. Bichette, Simeon, Tioscar, Gritchick, Biggio starting to hit as well. And they should get into the bullpen fairly quickly. Like you said, maybe not as quickly as people think, but pretty quickly still. Mm -hmm. So uh, I like Robbie Ray and I kind of like a little bit of a Toronto stack here. Yeah, I'm always down for a Toronto stack. That's for darn sure. Because this team, we saw it. We saw it against Houston. We've seen it against good pitching. Like even in Oakland, they'll have a dud here or there because that's just baseball. But when they're clicking, like there's so many talented guys in that lineup, they're just going nuts. So I don't mind that at all, especially in Atlanta where the ball can fly out of that ballpark. You have Wilson in the bullpen. Zero problem with that at all. You probably don't get Rowdy Telez because there's no DH, which sucks. He's 2,700 on DK and basically free on FanDuel. So that stinks. But Gritchick's like the hardest hitter they have right now. You mix in Simeon, yeah. who's on fire. Uh, there's a lot to like in this lineup, and uh, it's expensive, but you can get that with, with Singer and company. The the Ray side of it, like I want to play Robbie Ray so bad. But like you said, you're waiting for the U571. The Atlanta <laughs> offense has been ice cold, so it's like which side's going to give? There's <laughs> other pitchers to play in, yes, this, in this. Exactly. Too, so it's so. it's like I'm going to watch it really closely going either get really, really angry at myself or to be 15 to 12 and I'll be like, okay, we yeah, got one side of this right. right. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> we got one side of this right. So we're good. Like it's uh, Robbie Ray. We've seen it all. You've seen it firsthand many times. So yeah, yeah it's it's one of those. St. Louis Cardinals, Milwaukee Brewers, Kwong Hung Kim versus Freddie Peralta over under seven and a half. It's fun going through these totals. It's like seven and a half or nine. Like you got one of the two here. It's like a pitch duel or a bloodbath. Uh, but it's Kim versus Peralta. Kim 72 on DK, 63 on Fandle. Peralta 94 on DK, 86 on Fandle. You said you like Kim earlier when we talked. I get it. I like Peralta as well. But part of me just wants to avoid this game. It's a really tricky one for me. 
I actually kind of like both sides of the pitching in this game. Uh, I especially like him. I mean, his price is great. Like you mentioned, it's 72 and 63 is a really good deal for him. And it's a good matchup against Milwaukee, who's been striking out a lot. Uh, Five and two thirds inning is his max this year. So uh, hopefully he can surpass that. So he's a little dicey. Uh, So I would say some of the secondaries here are a little dicey. Uh, but there's some good mains that we'll get to. Uh, Peralta has been great, 53 to 17 K to walks, uh, and he's pitching. You know the underlying numbers say he's pitching well too. Three three eight ERA, three two one xFIP uh, against St. Louis too. There's a couple guys that have some good PVB data against Peralta. Four for five for Goldie with two bombs. Three for eight for DeYoung with a homer, and two for seven for Arenado with a bomb as well, which is why I would lean more on Kim than I would on Peralta in this game. And um, there's some nice cheap cheap batters on St. Louis' side as well. Uh, Bader, 2,800 on both sides. Carlson, 33 and 26. Edmund, 41 and 29. So I, I think I like the St. Louis side here, but I don't know. I'll get Kim in at least one lineup, but not. I'm not going to stack him up a bunch. Yeah, I wouldn't go all in. I like we've seen the good with Kim. We've also seen the the ugly because he's a big pitch to contact right, guy. Right, right, right. Outside of that one eight K game, it's four Ks, and that is where if you're spending up on pitching, Milwaukee is my cheap stack of the night. That's this that's the only appeal to it. If you need to, to cheapy it, I have a Garcia's twenty nine hundred bucks. He's starting to really get heated up. You got Low Kane for cheap. Um, you got Tyrone Taylor, super cheap on both sides. So the outfielders for Milwaukee will be very affordable. And then he can mix and match some other pieces. So I like the appeal there. They strike out a ton versus lefties, but if you look at their ISO and their WRC plus, they're some of the best in baseball versus lefties. So they are the three true outcome baseball team. So uh, either Kim's going to just slice and dice them, or they're going to hit them all over the park. It's one of the two, and uh, I think that there's some appeal for both in this one, especially if you're looking for some value stacking. Minnesota at the Chicago White Sox in this one. We do not have a total on this one yet. We have Dylan Cease versus Kenta Maeda. Oh, that's right, because Kenta Maeda got pushed back because of the rain out. That's where we're at. Uh, Maeda, 76 on DK, 73 on FanDuel. Cease, 7,000 on DK, 82 on FanDuel. I am not using Maeda until I see otherwise, but Cease, on the other hand, we could talk about. Yeah, I mean, he, his last two have been outstanding. 13 innings pitched, 20 to 3, strikeouts to walks, four hits in three walks over those two starts. So, yeah, and he's a good price. 7,8200. Uh, you know, Minnesota's a little bit of a tougher lineup to run someone out against, but I'm okay with it. So, yeah, I, I like Cease more than Maeda. Maeda, I feel like he's going to come around, right? So, mm-hmm. if you want to buy him at this cheap price at 76 and 73, I'm not going to fight you on it. But, like Bubba said, I think I'm waiting until uh, he comes all the way around and we see him actually perform because his XFIP is 374 with his ERA being 502. And he's still four to one strikeout to to walk. So um, I like Maeda. And if you, I'm not going to fight you on it, but I just don't think I'm going to do it here. So, um, but I do like Cease, which makes me kind of out on Minnesota bats for the most part here. Um, you know, Kepler, uh, Polanco, Cruz have decent PVB data, but just Cease is pitching way too well for me. So, uh, I mean, Abreu, Anderson, Moncada, Mercedes, Nick Madrigal, the usual suspects plus Madrigal for the White Sox is kind of what I'm looking at here. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% on board with Cease on this one, which you never know. Like, if you want to go Kepler's cheap, Tre- Trevor Larnack's hitting fifth. He's cheap at 2000 the bare minimum right now. 
So, like, you can get some value with Minnesota, but I'm good with attacking them for that same reason. You have Kepler, you have Larnack, you have guys you can exploit as long as you navigate the, the couple landmines there. And Maeda, you you had him last week or last start, and he pitched great. But, like, I, there's some uh, people that know pitching much better than I that, like, kind of broke down that start. And there's still a lot of, like, levels of concern that he's not yeah. quite back yet. So, I'm rooting for Maeda on a slate of this size. I'm not going there again unless you're making a bunch of lineups. Obviously, you're going to do something right, right. there. But uh, if you're doing like a three max, like I talk about a lot or something, probably not going that route. Um, Shohei Otani versus Lance McCullers. Angels, Astros in this one. And we actually have a total. I'm shocked. The total is eight <laughs> in this one. Uh, Otani 74 on DK, 9,000 on Fandle. McCullers 96 on DK, 85 on Fandle. I actually like Otani a lot on DK, not at all on Fandle. McCullers, I'm always just wishy-washy on, especially against the Angels. Yeah, I mean... McCullough's last three have been great. Only five earned runs in those last three. Uh, the walks are high, but since May 1st, the Angels have the lowest walk percentage in the league. So might not add up to be a bad start for McCullough's. Otani just frustrates me. Like if he gets into walk trouble, I I, I have a real hard time watching the game. It makes me mad. Yep. So yep. not going to invest in him. So, but McCullough's is okay here for me. And then, you know, Upton against McCullers has an okay. He's six for 17 for looking PVB with a bomb, and he went yard tonight as well. Uh, Fletcher four for eight with a double against him, but not a lot of PVB data outside of that uh, lining up for anyone on either side in this game. So give me some hot Houston bats here. Uh, Alvarez, I mean, you know, Alvarez, all, all you got to do, throw one out against Otani, throw the bat out, see if you mm -hmm. make contact, and it's going. You know, same thing with Bregman and Guriel here as well so uh i think i'm not gonna go with otani i get it uh i might take mccullers but there are a couple pitchers still that we haven't talked about that i like better so yeah mccullers i'd rather have on Fandle than on DraftKings just for the price and then i like otani a lot more on dk as an sp2 i think there's a ton of upside in that one so that's where i'm at i'm probably gonna avoid the bats in this game unless you want to go houston hoping you get a lot of angels bullpen that's where that's where i'd be leaning on that one but now things get fun if the game plays, which I really do, this this feels like one of those like hour to two hour. We wait, wait, pray they play, and then they play with like low ownership that I've seen so many times in Colorado. It is the Padres at the Rockies? Lamette, Sensatella. We do not have a total on this game, but it's <laughs> going to be very high. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the, the, the Nick Nick Cage from Con Air. Like, what's wrong with him? My first thought would be a lot. You know, <laughs> it's going to be uh, 10 and a half to 11 is what I'm going right. for here. Lamette 74 on DK, 9,000 on Fandle. Sensatella 52 on DK, 62 on Fandle. Neither of that matters because all I care about is the bats, Bogman. My notes on Lamette and Sensatella are pass. And then for Lamette, and then on Sensatella, it also says pass. So perfect. We're on uh, the same page on that one. Yeah. No, thank you. Get bats in this game. Blackman starting to hit good against Lamette. Four for 11. We went over these numbers yesterday before this got rained out, right? Uh, Trevor Story, three for 11 against him with a double as well. But, you know, Tapia, Story, Hampson, uh, Tatis, Cronenworth, Victor Carantini, uh, if he gets in there, Hosmer and Myers are the bats that I like for this game, and you can stack either side. Yeah, there's a ton to like, especially the Padres, like I said last night, and their prices went down a bit. Uh, Grisham leading off at $4,300 is criminal. That is just ridiculous mm -hmm. in, in Coors Field. 
The other things I'll mention is on Monday, CJ Crone went on the IL. So you can get Matt Adams for 26 on DK and 3K on FanDuel. Matt Adams, let's yes. go. If he doesn't play, it's Connor Joe, which is even cheaper. They've been rotating at first base. So you have that going for you. And then um, Tommy Pham's $3,100 on DK, and he's been leading off. So there is ridiculous value in Coors Field, which sucks if you're trying to be contrarian because it's just like, how do I avoid this beautiful, beautiful asteroid coming right at me? But, um, yeah, that's where we're at on that one. So enjoy Coors. Hope it plays, I guess, and see what happens. Uh, Miami at Arizona. Pablo Lopez, Madison Bumgarner, over-under of eight in this game. I'm pumped. I'm rooting for Mad Bum to keep it going. I really do want to see him get going. He is 87 on DK, 87 on FanDuel. Lopez is 82 on DK, 8K on FanDuel. Both really good pitchers that I'm like, I'm good with using either or. And I really don't want to attack him with bats unless you really think Bumgarner is going to falter. Yeah, and I don't. He's been good over his last three, uh, 20 uh, strikeouts to one walk in his last three starts. Two, two earned run total over those. One of them, of course, being the seven inning no hitter. Uh, I like him here. Uh, against Miami and I like Lopez too. six innings pitch or more in three of his last four starts 24 to 7 strikeout to walk ratio uh, XFIP is a run higher than his ERA but it's still solid because I think his ERA is like 227 and so his XFIP is a little bit higher than that so I'm good with either uh, pitcher on uh, on both sides here which makes me not really want to take hitters if you are going to play against him there is a little pvb data against Baumgartner. uh brian anderson's three for seven with a double and a homer miguel rojas who's been hot recently five for 12 with a home run against Baumgartner, and louis uh louis princeton who's been good uh two for seven with a triple against Baumgartner. but he's been pitching different so uh, i like Baumgartner. i like pablo so no hitters for me uh in the, this game yeah no hitters for me and those those marlins prices on Fanduel are just wow that's insulting so, um, yeah, yeah that, that's bad, bad. But uh, we head to the nightcap, the last game of the evening. No total on this one yet. Seattle at the Dodgers. Kikuchi, Bueller, Kikuchi, 84 on DK, 79 on FanDuel. Bueller, 98 on DK, 10-8 on FanDuel. This is an interesting one because you got Bueller going maybe six innings. We'll see. Yeah, Kikuchi against a very, very like, struggling, hardcore Dodgers lineup. I'm not using Kikuchi, though. Yeah, I mean, seven innings pitched in his last two starts in a row, 14 to three. Uh, K to walk. Uh, his XFIP has been great, 354 to his 430 ERA. I, I, I'll, I tell you what, I'm not going to kill you if you use Kikuchi in a GPP or something. You know, Would you rather have Kikuchi or Kim? I'd rather have Kim. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, but uh, I don't mind Kikuchi, but, you know, Bueller is easily the chalky chalk chalk pitcher six innings pitched in all six of his starts two walks on the year uh 39 to two strikeout to walk ratio on the season so uh, if you're gonna pay up for someone it's gonna be bueller because let's not forget the mariners just got no hit as well mm -hmm. so uh this is an easy uh bueller start for me i think he gets them back on track kikuchi is okay but because the pitchers have been so good, I want no part of bats in this one. Yeah, I'm going to sit and just watch this one. The Dodgers have been so cold. Could they go off at any time? Sure, they're the Dodgers. Their offense is loaded. But I'll pass. I'll just watch this one. If you want to use Bueller, I'm on board with everything Bogman had to say. It makes total sense. So we can definitely jump that route. But otherwise, enjoy that late-night game, the only uh, game after 7 Pacific time on a Tuesday. But that wraps up the 12-game preview. Bogman, who are your top stacks tonight? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I like we we talked about a bunch of them. Uh, Toronto and Atlanta is a decent one for me. Uh, you mentioned Washington versus Philly. Uh, the Yankees at Tampa Bay. We kind of disagreed on that one, but I I kind of like the Yankees. Uh, Kansas City at Detroit is probably my favorite, and maybe maybe a little St. Louis at Milwaukee stack, and then of course either side of San Diego and Colorado. Yeah, Coors Field, Coors Field, Coors Field. Um, I like. I kind of like Chicago, the White Sox, a bit against Maeda. I mentioned Milwaukee versus Kim, Toronto. Love Kansas City. Can't say that one enough. That's I'm going to live and die on that hill, I think. And then uh, definitely some uh, Washington in that Washington-Philly game. I, I kind of like both sides. We're going to Washington in that side. But, yeah, Kansas City's around planting my flag on that one. And talking about planting flags, Bogman, everyone go check out Linestar on Twitter at Linestar DFS and at Linestar MLB. Because every day they, they they tweet out all kinds of cool stuff, but they tweet out the home run calls of the day where Bogman, Humphreys, myself, we all make home run calls. And if you retweet it, you're into the drawing that you might get drawn. And if you get one of us lucky guys and you get our home run and we actually get one, you can win some free swag. So make sure you check all that stuff out. And with that being said, Bogman, on Tuesday, May 11th, who is your home run call of the day? I got to go back to an old favorite here. And uh, I'm going to go to my guy, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, orchestrator of the, uh, you know, infamous now uh, Carl's Jr. rant that I had uh, on in this league a while back when he got traded. Obviously, a Diamondbacks fan, obviously very upset about trading one of the best players in franchise history. So uh, give me Goldie against Freddie Peralta. He's hit two homers off of him before. So let's go. Let's go yard for a third time, Goldie. Let's get it. All right. I've been basically telling everybody that I'm going to live and die with Kansas City. So I'm going to live and die with the guy I've been playing a lot over the last week or so. I've been pounding the drum, and he's been hitting great. We're going with Hunter Dozier. Hunter Dozier going deep off Matthew Boyd on a Tuesday as Kansas City just goes ham on Matt Boyd and the Tigers. So enjoy that one. You got Dozier from myself, Goldie from Bogman. Any final I almost took wit. I, I almost took wit. So because uh, I love that stack against Boyd, but uh, but I got to Goldie's got to get me back on the board. He'll do it. Let's go. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Everybody remember to go check out Linestar on Twitter at Linestar DFS at Linestar MLB and rate and review the podcast on iTunes and, re- and subscribe and all that good stuff over on the Linestar YouTube channel. We'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. We have 12 games on a Tuesday. So follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt Pediatric, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.